Hey, welcome to the More Life Less Drama podcast. I'm your host, Prue Sulisic, and I'm here to lead you to a more fulfilling and peaceful life. This is not some fancy podcast bringing you extraordinary stories. I'm just here keeping it real, raw, and honest so you know it's possible for you too. I want you to know yourself so well, nothing stands in your way. So let's get to it. Life is waiting. Hey, beautiful people. How are you? Welcome back to another episode of More Life, Less Drama. I'm really excited to lean into Chapter 2 from today onwards. And I'm going to start with this. 83 years is the average life expectancy of an Australian woman. It's actually less for men. That means... I have an average of only 36 years left of my life, like far out. Well, that makes me feel a little panicked, actually, if I'm to be completely honest. 36 years, because like, hang on, I actually remember the last 36 years pretty clearly. And if you're about my age, I'm sure you do too. That means 36 years was between the ages of 10 and 46. Okay. And I do remember all those years. Being 10, like you're pretty knowing in the world, you can you have memories. Like I have memories a lot younger than that too. And 10, I fully feel like I was completely present. Now, obviously not entirely present and I don't remember everything, but pretty close. I remember being 10 for sure and I remember my double-digit birthday party. <laughs> so if you're like me, when I'm thinking about this honestly, doesn't actually feel that long ago when I was 10. doesn't feel that long ago. So that's 36 years. So if I'm going to live for only another 36 years, holy moly, that is a bit of a sobering thought. And I actually think that this happens a lot. Like, sorry, I'm just being caught up in my thoughts because thinking about this really makes me want to get a rocket up my ass and really get to work on living the life that I want. Do you ever see those clips on Instagram or TikTok that take you back to a certain decade, like the 80s or the 90s, and they share a heap of images of things that we owned, what our houses look like, the lollies we ate, the food we cooked, all that sort of stuff. And I always love and pause and always watch those videos through because it still feels like yesterday. So yeah, really, really having a moment right now hearing that the average woman lives to 83 and I'm like, hold the phone. I've got shit to do. I've got lots of things to do, lots of things to see, lots of people to talk to and a hell of a lot of things to achieve. And so this chapter is all about taking action towards the life that we want. No more sitting around thinking about things. I want you to stand up, stop buffering, stop procrastinating and actually step in and take the action that is required to make the change. I know in my first chapter, I really lent into thinking intentionally and I'm still going to do that. This is still part of the process. Yeah, I'm just like up leveling now. It's like, okay, now it's time to take action because thinking alone is not going to get you to the place that you want to be to living the life that you want. It can certainly help. It can calm your mind down. It can really step you into belief about yourself. But action is required. This is, yeah, goals and achievements 
and places to see and do and people to talk to don't just happen passively. You actually have to say, yep, I'm doing that and commit to it and take action to get you there. And I know when I'm thinking about living to 83, it's it's an average. I get that. I could live longer than that. Like my nana turned 93 this year in September and she's still going pretty strong. Yeah, she has slowed down a little bit, but not that much, honestly, when I think about it. It's only been the last couple of years that she's really stopped doing everything that she's always wanted. Look, our bodies definitely do deteriorate. But this is not a conversation about looking after ourselves and our health, even though that is so very important. It's about really leaning into what you, and I say you very intentionally, because it's not what anybody else wants to achieve. It's actually you. What do you want to achieve? That's what we're really leaning into today. Earlier this year, my dad turned 70 and we had this lovely family and friend party at the beach here on the Gold Coast. Dad hired a beautiful beach house. Oh God, it was glorious. It was so beautiful. It fit us all in, but (laughs) it was so funny. Dad hires and pays for this beach house for his party and he stays at home back in Burley and we all get to stay in the house. Wonderful. Gotta love my dad when he does stuff like that. Um, so anyway, he had this party, we all went to stay and I could really see like my husband loving the the beach atmosphere and living on the beach. Like his dream is to live by the beach one day, well, closer to the beach. Hell, why not? Why not on the beach? Like I can, he would really love that. And I love the beach too. I do. It's not something that I really like strive for the, the beach house, but you know what? I'd have it as well. The point of this story is that a little while after dad's party, I was sitting with him chatting about life and death. You see, a lot of my dad's friends have passed away. People in his life at the age of 70 are dropping off the perch, like, well, firstly, way too early, but also way too often. And that particular day, dad said something to me that really surprised me. He said, well, if I died tomorrow, I'll be happy with my life. I'll be happy to go. (sighs) Initially, I was like, what? At 70, I'd feel really totally ripped off if I kicked the bucket at 70. But then he said something I'll never forget. He said, I haven't done a lot with my life, Brew, and I feel really satisfied that if I was taken tomorrow, I don't have any regrets. Oh, I mean, really, like when I heard that, I was like, wow, okay, that is really, really huge lesson for me. I have to say, though, I did stew on it for a little while. (laughs) I remember being initially quite cranky with him because I was like, what? You know, what about us? And I made it all about me and about the grandkids. But then once I really settled into his realisation that he's happy with his life. He's done all the things that he wanted to do. Yeah, I started to understand it. It is about him and how he feels about his life. And you see, those fears that I was feeling were actually my fears. It wasn't actually, I wasn't fearful about dad. It was actually my fears and my regrets. Because at 46, I know I'm a lot younger than 70, 
but I'm definitely not at a place that I'd say I'd be happy if I died tomorrow, <laughs> that I'd be satisfied with all my life and that I wouldn't have any regrets. Because these last week or so, I've been having a conversation with my daughter. We've talk, been talking about some of the things that I have regretted, and that is going to be another episode. This is the purpose of this episode. It's to remind you that we all have limited time on this planet, in this body. And, you know, again, that's another episode as well. It's about what we believe in and what we think life looks like after death of this body. But I want to know why you are letting all the bullshit hold you back from truly living this one beautiful life exactly the way you want it. So what are you holding back from doing? And I wonder, what is stopping you? There are so many beautiful things to experience in this life and they don't have to be huge, big things. You know me, I'm all about really celebrating the ordinary in life and all those little ordinary moments make up the big, beautiful, satisfied life. So there's plenty of things to do. There's activities, there's people to talk to, there's places to visit. There are so many options. And over the last couple of weeks, I've been talking to a lot of people about their goals and I heard a few common themes. The first one was that when they think about goals, that they're thinking that goals are way too big and that they're like far out of their reach. They have told me that they feel really overwhelmed at the thought of achieving their goals, that goals are big things. So often they never actually start because they get too overwhelmed just at the thought of their goals that nothing even happens. That makes me really sad, but it also makes 100% sense to me. When we choose goals that really push the boundaries on who we are, the gap just seems too big and therefore we get stuck before we can even start. Does that sound familiar to you? I have talked to lots of women recently, like I said, about this, and it was a common theme. And there was also an, the other side of the scale, which was that people told me that they have too many things to choose from. And I might fall into this category. Some people just don't know any and don't want to think about them because it's too overwhelming. And the other people have got too much going on and they also feel overwhelmed and end up doing exactly the same as the person not even dreaming about their goals. They don't do anything. So that might be you too. Another thing that kept coming up was the idea that if they never actually write it down or commit to it or tell anybody, then they can't fail, <laughs> which made me realize the importance of this, the importance of writing stuff down and committing to a goal, sharing it with a friend, because... If we're just holding back and we're not actually sharing that with people, we're not really committing to it. And another thing that it made me realize was how scared people are of failing. This is just mind-blowing to me. And the last thing, amongst many others, like believe me, there's a huge list. I've created and compiled a huge list. But the other thing that I found fascinating was how many people are choosing goals or even thinking about choosing goals that are somebody else's. When pressed about why they actually want to achieve this goal, a lot of people can't come up with the answer except that they think they should achieve it. 
Does that sound familiar? I bet it does because so many people think they should be doing things and achieving goals that belong to somebody else. And some of the best examples of this are like running a marathon. You know how you see like trends and things? Well, running a marathon definitely is trendy right now or has gotten trendy. I don't really know. But so many people come to me, they want to run a marathon. Some people do it like they just do it. And other people are struggling to achieve that goal. (laughs) And it's because, well, it's not really theirs. You know, I, I say all the time, there is no way that you'll ever see running a marathon on my goal list ever. It's actually like an anti-goal for me. I'm definitely not running a marathon and I can tick that off (laughs) because I'm never going to run a marathon ever, even if it's super trendy and everybody's doing it. No, you'll never find this girl on a marathon track. The other goal that I see people coming to me to achieve is losing weight. And I know this sounds like it's something that could be positive for everybody if they're carrying extra weight or if they're being classified as overweight or obese to lose weight. But again, do women or do people just think they should lose weight because they've been told that they should, that skinny is better? So many people who struggle to lose weight possibly struggle because it's actually not their goal. They don't even want to do it. They don't want to give up the comfort of food. They don't want to run a marathon. They don't want to exercise at 5am. And then the last one is the whole idea about waking up at 5am. Okay, so this is a funny one because it's, again, never been on my goal list. I have tried it a few times and have failed miserably. And now I'm waking up at 5.20 most mornings, but it's because I do have a purpose. I'm getting up and I actually have something to do from 6.15 to 8.15 every morning. So I do have a purpose. But before that, me trying to get up at 5am just because I thought I should be was never going to happen. I liked my sleep. I liked sleeping until 6.37 and it's totally fine. But it was somebody else's goal. You know, I saw the trend. I saw the people getting great results for themselves if they were doing this and how much extra time they had. But unfortunately, if it's not your goal, then you're really going to struggle to achieve it. So just because someone out in the world said it was good for them does not mean it's good for you, right? Don't get me wrong. I'm all for trying all sorts of things and I'm constantly trying things. Like I'm, you've heard me say before, like try lots of things and see what sticks. That's what I want you to do. But you need to know when to fail fast as well. But if every year you are that person that on New Year's Day or New Year's Eve, you're writing down your goal list and they're the same year after year after year and they're unachieved year after year after year, then maybe it's time to check in and see if those goals actually belong to you. (laughs) So it'd be interesting to find that out, right? Once you start aligning your goals to you, that is actually the biggest hurdle done. Like that huge, big hurdle that is getting in the way that is preventing you from starting that is done. If they're actually something that you really want, you will want to do the action and the things that make it happen. Yes, there's still some shit that gets in the way. Like our, our brain really likes to keep us comfortable and safe, but it's going to be easier to overcome if they're actually your goals to start with. So I honestly think that everything we are working on should be run through this filter. Like, is this my goal? And it's going to save you a lot of time and a lot of effort. 
you might be able to look at your goal list today and scratch off five out of the 10 that you've got written down. Like seriously, that is how potentially time and effort saving this can be. So answer me this and just do this in your head as you're driving along or listening to this podcast. Do you set goals? Yes or no? Do you achieve goals? Yes or no? Do your goals belong to you or are they someone else's? And again, this might be looking at your list, going through and asking yourself this question. And if they are someone else's, then maybe just dig a little deeper and figure out who are you trying to please or impress by achieving this goal? Because I know there's somebody. I know there's someone. If you're on a weight loss goal, who are you trying to please or impress? It might be someone in particular, or it might be society. You choose. And before I leave you today, I want to leave you with an idea for action. You see, in this chapter, like I said, it's all about action and starting to do things, like doing, the doing part of creating change. So instead of letting your life pass you by, because remember, this life ends at some time, I want you to make the most of it. So using the thought, I'm the creator of my life, which was from podcast episode 15, and I'll link it in the show notes. This thought creates like four possible feelings. It could be in control, responsible, in charge, or give you that sense of agency. And if you did the last exercise from episode 25, when we reviewed all these thoughts, you would know exactly what this thought gives you, like what feeling it gives you. And from that feeling, especially from in charge, and like I am responsible for sure, the action I'm encouraging you to take is this. Knowing that you do choose your life, I want you to choose five versions of your life because we absolutely have options. And I just want you to open up your perspective and open up your brain to the possibility that you do have options. And this exercise is going to help you do that. And don't worry about all the details of the how. Like so many people get stuck in the dreaming side of things because they're too worried about, oh, I don't know how that's going to happen. I'm not going to be able to afford to do that. Don't worry about that. Throw all that out the window. Do not let your brain be consumed with the how. But go back and write down five versions of your life. It could be a life starting from now to the end, or it could be just a made-up life altogether. Like choose whatever, maybe choose a couple of each. I've often said that in my next life, I'm coming back as a woman who chooses to be husband and child-free just to try it out. (laughs) And that's not because I don't love my life as it is and my family, like absolutely I do, but I also get to choose. And yeah, you might also choose things that you want from today onwards, like from 46 to 83, what do I want my life to look like? And just choose the life for the future. And if you struggle with this, my friends, like I get it, I understand, but I just want you to choose not to struggle with it. This is just fun. It can be like exciting and it will just allow you to stop being so serious about your life. So if you're struggling, choose not to. Have some fun designing the life of your dreams five times. 
Five times is important. Do it five times. Don't just do it once. I want you to do it five times. Take as long as you need. There's no rush. And I'm going to push you for one little bit extra action piece as well. And if you do this exercise, I'd love you to share your favorite with me. So if you want to share that favorite with me, send me a text or a voice message. You can send me a text to 0421-791-772 or a voice message. Call me if you want. I don't mind. Share with me your favorite. And if you do that, I'm going to send you a free gift to help you on the journey for the next steps, which is pretty exciting. So again, my number to text or voicemail, 0421-791-772. It'll be in the show notes. So you can click on it and just do that or however else you'd like to contact me on any of my social media platforms or through email or even through my website, you can submit a contact form. So remember, in this chapter, I'm all about encouraging action because if you do the same thing, expecting a different result, you're, I'm just going to let you finish that sentence. (laughs) Okay, my friends. I love you. Thank you for letting me be in your ears. Let's get our dreams into reality and take action. Have a great day. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to More Life, Less Drama. All the details of this podcast can be found in the show notes on my website. And if you want to take your growth to the next level, I invite you to become part of my membership program, Be Unshakable where we take this information and dive headfirst into putting it into action. Go to www.head-coach.com.au for all the details. Until next week.